This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We're not racists. Prince William speaks out. Please, uh, the royal family racist family, sir. Then, has Meghan lost the Markle Sparkle? What Meghan's deal or no deal friend is saying today. She looks sad. And these biracial couples say they understand what Meghan had to go through. Meghan represented every black woman who's had to defend the dignity of her children. Then, pure joy as vaccinated grannies can hug again. <laughs> and the pandemic, one year later. How life has changed for all of us. And all aboard. <laughs> Will this year's Oscars really be held at this train station? Plus, the car filling up with tear gas. There's a nine-year-old girl in there. Hold on, buddy. Almost there, boy. Hanging on for dear life. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. A member of the royal family has now spoken directly about that devastating interview with Meghan and Prince Harry. When reporters caught up with Prince William, he said he has not yet spoken to his brother, but he is speaking to the world, saying, we are not a racist family. Amber Cagliano has more. Prince Harry's brother William is speaking out about that explosive interview today. Sir, have you spoken to your brother since the interview? <laughs> no, I haven't spoken to him yet, but I will do. And, and can you just let me know, is uh, the royal family a racist family, sir? No, very much not a racist family. When that was thrown at him, I think you could physically see him tense and he just felt unable not to answer that question. And I think that showed us how angry and hurt and upset he and the rest of his family are. Kate looked elegant in a pink outfit and royal experts see that color as a message of reconciliation. And is the turmoil getting to Prince Charles? It sure looks like his eyes glistened with emotion during a visit to a vaccination center. He reportedly couldn't bring himself to watch the interview, and he's at a loss about what to do. The Daily Mail's Charlie Langston. Too difficult to watch? I think it will have been. Honestly, watching all of those allegations come one after another will have been incredibly difficult. I found it quite stressful to watch. The fallout from that interview just keeps coming on both sides of the Atlantic. Tucker Carlson is defending TV personality Piers Morgan, who walked off the set of his TV show and resigned after saying he didn't believe a word Megan said. He refused to let the mob make him lie. And that is an inspiration to all of us. The talks Sharon Osbourne continues to support him. He has a right to say what he feels on the interview 
as we have a right to say, and everybody has a right to say what they feel, with freedom of speech. And Cheryl Underwood exercised her right of free speech, too. He doesn't want to understand that how uh, Megan was treated was racism. Morgan has been feuding with Megan for years, some say obsessively so. Interestingly, their relationship started off with a friendly drink at a pub in London. I put her in a cab, and it turned out to be a cab that took her to a party where she met Prince Harry. And then the next night, they had a solo dinner together, and that was the last I ever heard from Meghan Markle. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard from her again. Meghan Markle ghosted me. Ever since, the former CNN host rarely missed a chance to trash Meghan on his show. And it doesn't Uh, get cheaper, tackier or nastier than this. Because this is really trash. My issue with what's going on with uh, Meghan and Harry is they're sort of behaving like Kardashians at the moment. I value the monarchy, I'm afraid, and Her Majesty the Queen Mm. a lot higher than Meghan Markle. Meghan genuinely cradled her bum in a weirder way than Kate. That's a fact. He has behaved rather like a spurned boyfriend. Now that obsession has cost the 55-year-old TV personality his job. Meghan Markle has certainly come a long way from her first big break as a briefcase model on Deal or No Deal. And one of her fellow models says she thinks royal life has taken its toll on Meghan. Here's Lisa Guerrero. Meghan Markle's former friend from her Deal or No Deal days is speaking out following the bombshell interview. Claudia Jordan says she was struck by how miserable Meghan looked. That famous Markle sparkle was gone. She looks sad. And that's not the same look in her eye that we saw before. You know, Meghan's eyes are sparkly and happy and, you know, she just has this light in her eyes and she definitely looks... Like, that's not there right now. On the show, Megan was fresh-faced briefcase model number 24. Megan, open the case. Claudia was briefcase model number one. Like Megan, Claudia is biracial. They bonded. She says it was upsetting to hear claims about the royal family and little Archie's skin color. Concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? I can't say that I was shocked to hear about the racism allegations because growing up black myself, that's something that we deal with all the time. Whether you're black, biracial, uh, a quarter, whatever it is, it seems like there's some people that will choose to have a problem with any amount of color in the bloodline. And I just say they have their damn nerve. During the interview, Megan told about her humble beginnings. My first job was when I was... 13 at a frozen yogurt shop called Humphrey Yogurt. Humphrey Yogurt still exists and is seeing a spike in business after Megan's brief mention. The owners even created a... This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A special flavor to honor their former employee called Banana Royale. Mmm. It's actually really good. Megan sure has come a long way since her days at the yogurt shop. A little later in the broadcast, we'll speak with other biracial couples who say they can relate to what Megan and Harry had to say. Turning out of COVID, roughly 30 million Americans are now fully vaccinated against COVID-19, which means they're at least two weeks past their second shot. It also means that it is now safe to hug again. Here's Les Trent. Pure joy is breaking out across the nation. Grandparents just vaccinated, hugging their loved ones for the first time after a year of lockdown. <laughs> this grandma is so excited for her hug, she forgot to put on her shoes. Good to see her. Jean Chavala reunited with her three-year-old grandson at their favorite <laughs> spot the playground near their homes in Pittsburgh. Social media is exploding with the happy reunions, giving hope to everyone that the COVID nightmare may soon be over. The numbers are looking better. The daily death toll down 30% in the past two weeks. Two million Americans are being vaccinated every day. But one grieving dad is questioning the safety of vaccines after his daughter, 39-year-old Cassidy Carell, died just four days after receiving her second dose of the Moderna vaccine. That's Cassidy dancing with her nine-year-old daughter, Millie. She, she was such a good person. She lived for her daughter. She was just a compassionate, good person that I miss terribly. The medical examiner has yet to rule on the young mom's cause of death, but says there is no indication that the vaccine was a factor. But this may be the best reason of all to get vaccinated. A hug from Grandma. Nothing's better than that. It was exactly one year ago today, March 11th, 2020, that the World Health Organization officially declared COVID-19 a global pandemic. That was the beginning of a year of intense loss, confusing advice, and at times, fear. It was also a year of resilience and creativity as people around the world figured out ways to get through it all. Stephen Fabian has a look back. It's the day the world changed forever. Exactly one year ago, March 11th, 2020. This is how Deborah reported the fateful news. A sobering announcement today from the World Health Organization. The coronavirus has now officially been declared a global pandemic. On that March 11th show, <coughs> we spoke to one of America's earliest COVID-19 victims, former cop Clay Bentley. I've got viral pneumonia in both my lungs. He recovered fine. This is Bentley now. We got a lot to be thankful for. 
Who could have known back then that the phenomenon of a talk show without a live audience would continue to this day? We made the decision not to have a studio audience, and this is unprecedented. The global coronavirus death toll at that point was 4,291. Today, it's more than 2.6 million. Also on that March day, Tom Hanks and wife Rita Wilson revealed they had tested positive in Australia. They recovered and Tom bounced back to host Saturday Night Live from home. Now, I was uh, diagnosed back in March with the coronavirus. Back then, Americans were just getting to know this public health physician, Dr. Anthony Fauci. This is a really serious problem that we have to take seriously. Dr. Fauci reflected on the pandemic today. At a congressional hearing, I made the statement, things are going to get much worse before they get better. But I did not in my mind think that much worse was going to be 525,000 deaths. I was on a flight to New York that day. My fellow passengers were disinfecting surfaces. One year later, it's hard to believe how much the nation has changed since that historic day. Masks are now part of everyday life. In most states, the idea of Dining out at a crowded restaurant indoors is a dim memory. And who shakes hands anymore? Only time will tell whether it ever comes back. For a handful of companies, the pandemic has resulted in boom times. Zoom, huge beneficiary from the pandemic because... That's where everybody was communicating. That's how business meetings were conducted. That is how friends socialize. That's how families got together. But for other industries like restaurants and transportation, it's been a year of pain. People weren't traveling as much, especially business travelers. That just completely went off a cliff. And then there is the relentless human toll that can't be measured in dollars and cents. COVID patient Greg Garfield was put on a ventilator and given a 1% chance to live after sepsis set in. But listen to those cheers as he walked out after 64 days in the hospital. He lost most of his fingers. They created as as long of fingers as they could. Now, after this most horrible of years, we at least have hope. Science has delivered a miracle, a vaccine. With a little luck and discipline, it looks as if the sun will come out tomorrow. One estimate puts the total economic cost of COVID here in the United States at more than $16 trillion. Tonight in his first primetime speech, President Biden will detail the path forward and what he calls the next phase of the COVID response. And all aboard the Oscar Express. The Motion Picture Academy is said to be considering holding this year's ceremony inside Los Angeles's historic Union train station. Now, to some, that seems like an odd choice, but actually, the huge space is perfect for social distancing. Here's Jim Murray. All aboard the Academy Awards at L.A.'s historic Union train station? Executives from the Academy Awards are eyeing Union Station as a location that just might be spacious enough to hold the Oscar ceremony during the pandemic, according to Deadline Hollywood. With 62-foot high ceilings and grand hallways here inside Union Station, the hope is the stars can get all dressed up and celebrate together while keeping socially distant without masks. We're announcing the Oscar nominations. Today, actress Priyanka Chopra and husband Nick Jonas revealed they'll announce together the Oscar nominations Monday morning. The Grammy show on Sunday night is also grappling with putting on a big event during these difficult times. Harry Styles will be the opening act. 
Live performances will take place inside the Los Angeles Convention Center and at an open-air tent nearby. The Grammys will also feature performances by Taylor Swift and Cardi B. A dramatic end to a high-speed police chase in Los Angeles involving a woman suspected in a hit-and-run. It all came to a conclusion after cops filled the car with tear gas. But what they didn't know was there was a little girl inside. A canister of tear gas is lowered into this red Nissan at the end of a three-hour pursuit. Nothing happens for almost three minutes as the tear gas fills the car. Then, L.A. deputies get quite a shock when a nine-year-old girl stumbles out of the back seat. They didn't know she was in the car. She walks into the arms of a deputy. She was crying. She was uh, grabbing a hold of me, and I just told her it's okay. It's okay. Oh, through more cars. Oh, my God. The girl's so mother had led police on a wild zigzagging chase so after an alleged road rage hit and run. She slammed vehicles like they were bumper cars. Smashing right in between. Thankfully, the girl was not injured. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, these biracial couples say they understand what Megan had to go through. Megan represented every black woman who's had to defend the dignity of her children. And hold on, buddy. Almost there, boy. Hanging on for dear life. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. You may have seen that terrifying video of a boy dangling from a ski lift. Now the child and his very relieved mother are speaking to Inside Edition. A boy hangs on for dear life. Almost there, boy. The 12-year-old lifted the ski lift security bar too soon and slipped off the seat while snowboarding with his brother in Canada. Almost there, boy. Witnesses were amazed at the kid's strength. He's been holding on for almost a minute and a half. Don't stop. Keep on going. How long could he hang on? Almost there, boy. Finally, okay. after two nail-biting minutes, he reached the top. Good job, buddy. Good job. And here is brave 12-year-old Liam Gratton today. His big brother Luke described the harrowing incident. He was right there. I honestly did not know what to do. The person sitting beside him, I told her to try and pull him up, but every time she tried to pull on him, his arms would slip farther, so I told her just leave him, just let him hang because I was in shock. Mom is relieved. It's a good thing he's strong. Almost there, boy. What Harry and Meghan had to say in their interview didn't surprise many other mixed-race couples. Here's Les Trent. 
Meghan Markle's frank comments about race have opened some old wounds for many interracial couples. Concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. There were some real obvious signs before we even got married that this was going to be really hot. It was gut-wrenching. Deidre Anthony and her husband Justin watched the interview and could relate. They have three biracial children. The family lives on a farm outside Savannah, where the kids play with the chickens. Just like Megan in the chicken coop named after little Archie. Archie's chicken. <laughs> Deidre started a blog, Are Those Your Kids? after a gut-wrenching question from a grocery store clerk. And he asked me, is that your daughter? And I said, yes. And he was like, no, I mean, for real, for real, is that your daughter? I said, yes, she is. In 1967, just 3% of all newlyweds were interracial. Today, that number has shot up to 17%. Deidre says her family was overwhelmingly supportive of her marriage to Justin, except for one relative. We did have one family member um, say to my husband, you know, we'll ask him if it would have been easier if he would have found someone white to be with. Aurora Archer and Colin Lacey have been married for 22 years and have two mixed-race children. They live outside Philadelphia. Megan represented every black woman who's had to defend the dignity of her children, um, speak truth to power, and refuse to be silenced. And when we come back, guess who's in the doggy bed? Finally, you're going to need a bigger bed. Odin? It's a doggy doing? bed war. Why are you standing in the kitty bed? Is it because the kitty is in your bed? The dog goes down in defeat. Oh, buddy. And the cat wins. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. 
the winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 